Hello, and welcome to Final Show Films. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, I'm John, the executive producer here, and I just want to let you know that uh, we appreciate you watching, and all of those of you that support us financially and just by having a good time here and chat with us. Uh, particularly, we want to thank our $25 tier supporters on Patreon, uh, which are Rowan Parker, Drevian Alexander, Samantha Bates, Catwater Flame, and L. Thank you all very much for your support over the years. It's meant a lot to all of us. We appreciate it. And now I hope you sit back, relax, and enjoy. Welcome back to <clears throat> On Trails of Stardust, this fifth edition science fiction campaign, science fantasy campaign uh, run by myself. I am William. I'm your game master for this, for the story. Uh, joining me today, we have Jack. Hi, everybody. My name is Jack. I'm playing Till Wayland, the avian way of the Iron Path monk and one third of the birds and the bees. Hmm. And John. I'm John. I'm playing Coltarn, the orc artificer, along with Tolbar, his orc artifist, his artifist orc. His work of orcish artifice. There we go. Orcish artificer, artifist orc. There we go. And Jeremy. Hi, I'm Jeremy. Uh, I am playing uh, Kendall Fairchild, who is an Eladrin warlock and um yeah we'll just leave it there for we'll just leave it there because i don't know i'm just still talking i don't know why also <laughs> also a work of artifice just a different kind <laughs> that is untrue <laughs> camille uh hi i'm camille i'm playing gideon eaglin um avian rogue and the second third of the birds and the beasts and Holly? I'm Holly. I'm playing Mistel. She's an environ rogue. And that's it. <laughs> and Cody? <laughs> I felt like there was more. There's not. Hey, you, right? that, sentence, that sentence trailed like there was more to it. <laughs> I'm than sorry there wasn't. There wasn't. <laughs> I feel you. I, that, <laughs> you could just, you could just add on, you know, lightweight drunk, anything like that. <laughs> I'm uh, Cody. I'm playing Barouche Alrul, the Loxodon uh, Paladin, Way of the Watchers. And our last best hope at any sort of leadership. <laughs> <laughs> so I've seen. And Craig. Hi. Um, I am playing bees, a bunch of nocturne and swarm bees, or torch bees, who are collectively a swarm keeper ranger. Nice. <laughs> and I'm the last third of the birds and the bees. A bunch of Nocturnin Swarm Bee Torchkeepers. Nice. Yep, that checks out. Let's go on. <laughs> <laughs> and when last we left off, the group had arrived uh, at uh, the at the gate city around Voidgate Formbioth, uh, and had established themselves as a uh, as a adventuring company within the core adventurers league uh did, did we did you actually get through the name yeah we're the dust knights yeah the dust knights dust that's knights. it yes all right it's that that wasn't taken down in the party notes document so i've completely forgotten it 
Oh, we have, a party, we have a party notes document? I have yes. a party notes document. <laughs> I don't know about the rest of you. We do. We do. I didn't know it existed. Now I can actively ignore it. <laughs> um, but having established themselves as the Dust Knights with everyone except for Kendall for conflict of interest reasons being signed on as a member. The group has set out to recuperate with several of the party being either drunk, passed out drunk or close to it. Woohoo! Um, By several, you mean two. <laughs> no, two of them are passed out. One is dancing on the table and thus will be getting there shortly. I, th- I feel like Kendall dances on the table without being drunk. Right. I feel like that's just what Kindle does. Like that's just like yes, in like, bar have drink dance table. She's not all that and door hand hook car she, door. When she does that. That's just what you do in the club. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's the t-shirt for this campaign. Right. What what's the which t-shirt? It's, that's what in you... bar have drink dance table. table. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I'm able to put words together in a shirt-worthy form. <laughs> uh, Join us later for our TKO stream, <laughs> Jackbox Games. Oh, uh, but anyway, the um, <clears throat> but with the with the group established, part of part part of the group is either passed out or getting there. The other part is exploring the area around, looking for variously things to get in trouble with things to do for money and things to get in trouble for money with also potentially those allies that they had been prophesied to potentially be able to find somewhere on this station and caro said they would send us some job postings as soon as they came through right basically as soon as, as soon as potential leads that might help and or potentially might get you a ship Right, because we want to ship. Coltarn involuntarily shudders as he walks down the street. Because unbidden to his mind came an image of a bunch of bees carrying a torch through the air. And that's the most terrifying thing any of you have ever thought of. <laughs> okay. Think of the implication of bees carrying a torch. Bees, that can, bees that can commit arson. <laughs> Exactly. And aren't afraid of the fire. Arby's. Specifically Arby's with the ability to commit arson. No, no, no. Yeah, Any that, bees. Kind of like regular ass real world bees able to carry oh. a torch. Think about that oh. for a minute. <laughs> yeah, that is kind of scary. Didn't we paid for rooms to drop the dream team off as well? So uh, we're, we're, I think they're provided because we were part of the league. Yes, you are. Yeah. You are provided rooms to rest and recuperate. Yeah. yeah, food and food and drink. Food and drink still cost, but room is but room and board is free. So yes, the drunks are deposited. Yes, I believe the title was Dream Team. I like Dream Team. <clears throat> I prefer Dream Team. Look, these doors have a handy opening slot for when they're drunk. <laughs> Just because she's small enough to fit does not mean you actually. <laughs> Well, that happened. Hmm. I think it's like a food tray opening, but it's just like. 
Mister wakes up like stuck in this little spot. It's like on the tray attached to the door. It's like what? <laughs> But um, there were a few of you that were wandering around outside looking for anything of note. Yes. Uh, I think it was Tolar and Varouge, wasn't it? Oh. To- do you mean Coltarn? Coltarn and Varouge. I, 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 I knew that Tolar and Varouge had gone. I assumed Coltarn went with uh, with Who's Tolar? Tolbar. Tolbar. Tolbar is the robot. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I just remember you saying that Tolbar had gone, and I assumed that implied that you went with him, oh, but Col- still. Coltarn went. Okay. I'm confused then. I mean, Tolbar does go basically wherever Coltarn goes, but. <laughs> yeah, no. Till, yes. was, Till was staying behind in the bar because his ward is dancing on a table and somebody needs to watch the dream team when they eventually drop. I believe the dream team has already been brought to their room. So it's still okay. there. Well, still, if, if Kendall's there, still staying. So, yeah. so where are Varush and Coltarn? Looking? <sighs> well, uh, I'm what where being from a, not this place exactly but a place similar to this um would i know where like the best place to sort of find work on a station on a void gate station is other than the Vitures league yeah looking around a gate city typically speaking if you're looking it depends on what kind of work you're looking for looking for legitimate work you can typically find around like industrial sectors, anywhere they're building, anywhere they're uh, anywhere there are workshops, any like around the spaceport potentially. Uh, if you're looking for more risky and potentially higher rewarding work, also known as illegal work, you can usually find it in the um, in the seediest places, which is usually going to be the furthest back, like the furthest away from the uh from the gate itself in in the small places where people don't go just sort of looking around thinking i turned to varush varush in your experience as a void guard uh where in the city would be the most likely place for them to be looking for assistance with things that slip through the cracks relating to the gate Would I know that? Uh, roll me a uh, history check. Think of something that'll put our particular skills to use and also do some good. <clears throat> hmm. You know what? I've got I've got some despair. I'll spend an inspiration. You get any sort of advantage for being a void guard? His DC is lower for being a void guard. Uh, oh, wow! Seven. Uh, with wow. a seven, that's uh, still enough to get you something because you are because you are a a, a void guard. That's really know who to ask. So the the most likely place to find, like especially from your experience working as a void keeper, the the um, the office from which 
the Void Keepers operate is usually a good place to look for any kind of work that the Void Keepers might be too busy to send an official squad for, especially if, say, the captain is dealing with a number of things. They've been known to take the uh, the assistance of adventuring squads in handling any kind of official work that might just that they might just be understaffed for their overflow for their work caseloads basically <laughs> where do you keep your backlog fellas <laughs> uh we could head to the uh the void gates one of the terminals nearby and see what if any cases there currently aren't top priority but still requested our assistance we could check in that directory i feel like that'll probably be a good direction to point our crew in especially if this threat is from a different plane it's a good idea to keep an eye out on it also it also strikes you uh Varush, that potentially if you can convince them that the threat is as big as you say it is um which might be a difficult challenge on its own um the void keepers would probably serve very well as potential allies in helping with whatever might be needed uh so if you if you could get a conversation with the captain yeah just thinking how how often do they dole out like transport vessels (laughs) if at all (laughs) it's not unheard of but like just like just if you could manage to convince the captain that the threat is as big as you're saying it is which is its own task he mm-hmm. could provide a variety of useful assistance. He's not of your particular station, so you don't know how much weight your rank has, especially because you're not a like a, a galactically populous species. Mm-hmm. The 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 Loxodons haven't like been majorly known on the galactic stage, so you are likely only known locally in like around your void gate. Yeah. I've I've also only been here for like five years, so yeah. Uh, all right, but that's a place to look. You're a void beat cop. Yes, but I'm not a, a cop. I'm just just above void cadet. Well, maybe that's a good place to inquire then. Get some get some work and some clout for the dust knights. Possible resources as well. Mm. Oh, then. Let's see if we can find our way there. He's Void Agent V. So we'll head that way. Yeah. Yeah. So, making your way across, you have to hop some of the public transport to to move platforms uh, because the, the... area that has the the void keepers um station is across one of the different platforms from from where you're at now 
Um, but making your way in, uh, you find yourself confronted by the first hurdle of trying to get this conversation going if you're trying to talk to anyone of significance, which is bureaucracy. Uh, because the there is a line as you as you as you enter the building of a variety of different people, whether it be people passing through who have to have their goods checked for inspection by the void keepers, or people who live here who have an issue they want something looked at, or people who have disputes that are coming to get arbitration. It looks like the void keepers are very much on this station seeing a lot of heavy business and you're not that surprised by that considering how close it is to gilgamesh station what do you think Rush? does this look like a bunch of uh, overwork underpaid individuals i'm not quite sure how they feel about it but yeah um i just think this might take a while yeah. Looking at <laughs> at the crowd, um, let's see. Uh, is there? Uh, one of the uh, dispatchers, or um, a line that we can that I can pop in front of. Can I use my badge to cut? not not so much my badge just my holy symbol uh make me a um insight check just to try and read the room and find a spot she's like you're the the cop that turns on his that turns on his lights to get through a red light (laughs) (laughs) and then turns them off immediately afterwards (laughs) yeah with a with a 15 you you are able to find um one of the one of the keepers who is sort of acting as as organizer and orderly trying to keep the 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 crowds in check that is separate enough that you'd be able to walk up to them and flash your holy symbol to identify yourself as a fellow void keeper and get their attention for a conversation at least uh, it it's a it's a uh, elven woman who looks like she has had just about enough with people's shit today but <laughs> Okay, so I'll keep the message short and sweet. Uh, is the captain in a need to uh, speak with them about something that's come to my attention? You and every other wandering idiot, but at least you have the badge that says you probably know what you're doing. <clears throat> All right. Um, yeah, let me signal the captain. Where are you from? Uh, was it Bornbjorth? No, that's where Born, we're, is is where we're at now. Okay, so I was stationed on Nocturna. Uh, one of our outreach. All right, so I'll let the captain. And she pulls up, pulls up a communicator. Captain, we have one of our outreachers uh, from who had been stationed on Nocturna nearby coming in to speak for you. Coming in to speak with you. All right, I'll send him through. And. She nods and indicates to a to a back door. Just head through there; they'll let you through. Okay, I'll I'll nod my head over so that. Uh, oh, I've been like right next, like, like just yeah. behind and to the left of you, very clearly, like somebody following along. Yeah, we'll head back there. 
So a few a few minutes of walking through the various different rooms of this of, of the station and you ask a question every now and then someone directs you continuing on to the to the to the captain's up to the captain's room. As we're walking, I might suggest rather than um rather than leading with Demon King breaking free, killing you know, killing people to get his way, kind of world ending scenario. <clears throat> We lead with the um, undead pirates wielding the forces of the void, openly summoning creatures of dark and shadow from Thununga Gap. Kind of more understandable situation. That and the random appearance of an unknown body that could be verified by the Oracle later should... Yes. At least get us our foot in. Also makes the heavy lifting of explaining the doomsday scenario to the Oracle, which tends to be more believable than, well, us. Yes, you, you have her number correct. Someone does. All, all of us do, I guess, then. <laughs> Till. Uh, Till's the one that grabbed your number. Textile. Yeah. Textile. Okay. Hey, you got number? <laughs> I assume Till would have distributed it. Oh no, no, he would not have. Oh well then. Right. So yeah, I will actually. Well, yeah. So yeah, I will actually like, uh, uh, like, uh, like send a message over data pad or comms or whatever. Uh, yeah, Till's tell. got a five mile, so yeah. he can he to tell and just go. Do you have the number of the oracle? Would be useful in the situation we're about to get into. To which you'll get an audio call on your comm. What sort of situation are you getting into? Finding work. Oh, who are we giving this number to? Well, it's useful verification. We're about to go speak to some void keepers. Oh, well, all right. I'll link you the com. Thank you. And, yep, send that over. Because <laughs> Till does not like to feel like Janya gave him her phone number just so he could just hand it out to people. <laughs> Till's a good guy. <laughs> so yeah, you have that as you enter as you enter the captain's office. <clears throat> you are greeted with a um a a cardon. Damn it. Fucking <laughs> in a different game, he's screwing me over. I was like, wait a minute. A Cardon doing Cardon. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you are greeted with a Cardosh. Um who is wearing the sort of like heavy plate armor that they're that they're known for, that sort of like big like steel plates that look like they mesh with the stone with the stone carapace of the Cardosh. Uh, with the like the the large like mountainous ridge of his forehead, uh, looking across the table. But it's wool, so it's a Kardash cardigan. <laughs> um, and it is Cardon. <laughs> uh, his his the 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 hue of of his of his general scales are like uh like a like reddish like a dusty red and then the the plates themselves are more like a like a dirt brown with green eyes as he looks as he looks across 
So you're our outreach. Yes. I'm, Ca I'm Captain Lochran. How can I help you? Just writing that down real quick. Uh, I'm Warden Alrul, uh, stationed on Nocturna. Um, had an incident on planet. Uh, the band of pirates started an orbital offense and a ground offense as well. While uh, just a few days ago, and we're using beasts from Ganunga Gap, beasts of shadow, uh, and also during this conflict, uh, a an unknown corpse uh, made an appearance followed up with the oracle and then i go over the whole vision with them um so i'm not quite sure what to make of that uh, oracle said we've been tasked um was wondering if perhaps we had any cases that had needed to be seen to but couldn't by agents in the station. Only a persuasion check. I will aid by sure. uh, sort Flexing. of like uh, what well, <laughs> <laughs> I'll flex as I do this. Um, it's like that strained. Uh, I'm just going to like jot down the Oracle's com link number and sort of put it on the table. Understanding, of course, that such stories would need to be verified. And I'll slide the, the number to him. Though it is hard to reach her, the um, Nocturna is eternally shrouded in very bad weather. Well, make that persuasion check with advantage. Okay. Sure. This is confirmation. This number says 555. <laughs> <laughs> She's really hard to get in touch with, man. You know, my Oracle from Canada. Yeah. So with a 20, he sort of looks over the comm number. I don't place too much stock in soothsayers and fortune tellers, but the threats that you've already identified are worth looking into. We do have some work that needs to be done if you'd like to maybe take some resources from our bounty funds. There are a few problems around the station that we haven't been able to get squads to see to. The idea of suddenly demons breaking through and attacking en masse when some random body falls out of the air in the middle of nowhere seems a bit far-fetched, though. Admittedly, it does. But if you're willing to spare resources, we could definitely use them. At the very least, should this should the uh, supposition be true, 
If we're handling the smaller tasks, your forces will be more prepared to deal with any incursions. I'll certainly keep our eyes out, but in the meantime, <clears throat> we've been having a particularly difficult smuggling issue coming up. Shipments that have been brought in for inspection have disappeared before they've made it to our offices, which is frustrating. Particularly when we suspect, based on unique scanner re scanner responses, they're moving a significant amount of Altumbla without our knowing and say so. The proper tax on that kind of material is important, especially for operating around a void gate. Letting Altumbla move through the black market without being managed creates problems. Do I know what Altumbla is? Uh, roll history. It's not hard. <clears throat> Story. Natural one. You were saying it's not hard? <laughs> with a natural one, you're aware that it's some kind of drug. You you never really dealt with it. Hmm. So, so then, like, the dog head back to one side. I'm not familiar with the with the uh, terminology. What exactly is Altumbla? Altumbla is a void sensitive drug. It's used, and you you know you know this as he's saying it, Baruch, with a ten. Yeah. Altumbla is a void sensitive drug. It's used by pilots to allow them to make jumps through the void without the need of star charts or particularly effective divination magics. The problem is it's extraordinarily addictive and dangerous. It's useful when you're trying to get somewhere and you don't know how to get there. But it is rare, expensive, and potentially fatal. I make a mental note to acquire some for testing. <laughs> and a second mental note to keep it away from Kendall. That's hilarious. <laughs> Smash cut to Kendall, who's slowly waking up. Anybody want to do a hit out to him, love? I'm grabbing it first. <laughs> I, I mean, I just meant with this, whatever sample I acquire for testing. Has it been not reaching the station or? Shipments that we've come in that have had the scanning, that have scanned as the right kinds of shielding and environmental protections that would indicate shipments of Altumbla that have come in, that have been slated to come in for inspection have disappeared before they made it to the station. Uh, look over at Coltern. Did we want to see if we can possibly figure that out, or absolutely at least give him a lead? That sounds like something we could look into. Do you happen to have um, the particular type of information that you scan for available? It would assist at least in potentially tracking down where it may have ended up. Yes, I can get you a, a readout of the typical kinds of shieldings that you'll see in an Altumbla case. Mm -hmm. 
are there any slated to any shipments slated to come in within the next few days there's one as one scheduled to come in this evening actually a ship just came in through the gate and has declared a shipment of Altumbla on their on their manifest but if it's going to come in we need to make sure it actually gets here for inspection rather than vanishing part way through you can get us the name of that ship we can keep an eye out for it on the docks and keep an eye on it on the way here see exactly where they're vanishing you're looking for the you're looking for the zephyr it's a elven ship that's come in recently look for a giant tree in the docks giant tree named after a weather weather anomaly got it well uh, if you could get those scan that scan information for us i believe that's more than enough for us to get started and he'll forward you the details to your to your to your dad pad. Before we go, just one last thing: Is there any official paperwork or information we might need in order to present? Should we be questioned by your very good void keepers? He nods his head to Varush. That symbol will do. You're one of our agents, and I'll let them know that there's an elephant man on station. Good. Just wanted to clarify. The elephant in the room. <clears throat> well then, we'll stop taking up so much of your valuable time. Thank you for the assistance. And turn in. Yep. Hello. <laughs> As door closed behind us, just as we're walking away. Well, looks like I did pick up something from my father after all. <laughs> all right, let's go with the others. Well, let's go with the others that are still awake. Uh, we can wake up the others mm. as well. We might need them. Absolutely, but let them sleep as long as we can. Yes. Both of you only a perception check as you're leaving. I see everything. 16. <laughs> 7. I see more than Coltarn. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> There's something stuck in my tusk. Well, you know, like right between the tusk and the tooth behind it. So it's, it's kind of irritating. I don't have that problem. My tusks just stick three feet out. <laughs> oh, you're lucky. Nothing, nothing can get stuck. Say, nothing gets stuck those. in them. Yours get stuck in other things. Yeah. <laughs> nothing gets stuck there unintentionally. I imagine you're Varush, as you're leaving, you've got the sensation of being watched. Not by the void keepers, but by someone else. I imagine your cleaning regimen takes longer than mine. <laughs> I say referring to tusks still. <laughs> just light brushing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, head back to the <laughs> bar where I'm assuming Till is still fighting with Kendall to get her off the table. I don't know. If she's not oh, hurting we're... anybody. I thought we were in the room. Sleep dancing. It's a thing. 
In in which room? I... Like, I thought we'd all been taken off to. No, yeah, I mean, no if you were still if you only... were still conscious, you were still dancing. It's the two that had passed out yeah. drunk that were getting. No, that were I'd be going rooms. with. Sorry, I'd be. I, I I assumed that I had gone with them. Okay, that was what what Jack's conversation had been about. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Right. Yeah, no, we we would have we would have gone to keep an yeah. eye on our two unconscious yes. companions. Okay, Three. <laughs> so in that case, we go to where they're hanging out in a, in a hallway playing speed. Password. <laughs> and my son wants a password apparently. Okay, it's swordfish. Mm-hmm. It's always sort of fish. <laughs> right Every time I'm reminded that that movie exists, my <laughs> drops by a point. <laughs> I thought they were just referencing the NordVPN commercials from Critical Role. I mean, that's they what were, we were doing. They, but they it's a reference it's to, to a the movie, movie that progressively gets me dumber every time I think about it. <laughs> I don't know the movie that it's a reference to. I just The movie's name is also Swordfish. Swordfish. <laughs> it is a Hugh Jackman movie With also Travolta. starring Halle Berry and John Travolta. It is a hacker movie that makes hackers look absolutely grounded in reality yep it sure does it features <laughs> hugh jackman's hugh jackton and don't get me wrong i love me some hackers right but the but, technical accuracy of that film leaves much to be desired yes swordfish knocks it completely out of the water <laughs> <laughs> yeah swordfish beneath the waves says hold my beer right. We can make hacking look so awesome and inaccurate. No, it would be hold my Red Bull. Yeah, right. <laughs> hold my hacking skill skills that I'm I, I'm forced to demonstrate while getting a blowjob. <laughs> yep, that sure is that a thing. happens that, in yep. that movie. Yep. Wow. So yep. Till and Kendall, who are guarding the doors <laughs> where our friends are sleeping. <laughs> also bees. Also bees. Hi, welcome back. I'm glad to see you. Oh, hi. Ahead of bees, bees. You bet. What? Your head, Greg. All we can see is your head right now. Yeah, Yeah. your head and part of your shirt. It was just your head, like in the high mind. It was great. (laughs) Is there something in front of his face? I can't. Yeah, I'm sorry. There, there is. There's. I I moved my. Okay. Sorry. It was tripping me out a little bit. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it's, the, it's, the, it's the fact that you're green screening out, and it, it's specifically the, the fact that you're getting green screened is lining up with the green lines on your right. Thalair yeah. shirt. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't think that through. I just I wore the shirt because I knew it made you happy, William. Oh, it, it makes me very be, happy. I thought you would be kinder to me if I wore a shirt that made you happy. I love that I'm, shirt so much. I'm pandering to my GM. I, did, um, I thought I was having nothing wrong with that dude. back there for a second. <laughs> um, well, yeah. What'd you find out? Oh, we found some work. Okay, what is it? Well, apparently the um, the local void keepers are a little bit overwhelmed at the moment with work, and could use some assistance, particularly with hunting down some stolen shipments of Altumbla. And keeping it? Well, no, getting it to them. 
Can I see if I know what Altumbla is? Roll history. See if you remember anything. I like you. So oh, shit. Natural 20, which means I got an 18. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a spark of memory from somewhere, and you don't know where it came from. It's almost like you're remembering something that someone else remembers. Okay. Like you're not certain how you how you know this. Ah, yes. Memory by osmosis. <laughs> but you recall that Altumbla is a particular it's a it's a precursor word uh that references a primordial source of nourishment uh and it's the name of a potent hallucinogenic drug that is developed from a unique plant of the same name uh on the world that it came from it's it's considered aggressively invasive uh it it has the ability to overwhelm other plants and even trigger adverse reactions in herbivores that would attempt to control its spread which meant that the inhabitants of the planet that it first popped up on have to control it by force. Um, that means flamethrowers. Yes. <laughs> but the psychedelic effects that has have been less than effective, which is how they discovered what Atumbla can do. When it made it into the galactic scene, it was discovered that when you grind it into a paste and mix it with liquid mana, Atumbla becomes a potent ingested drug, which often gets the nickname of void milk, if you're not just going to call it Atumbla. Okay. Uh, when you consume it, most humanoids experience extreme sensory augmentation, often coupled with powerful hallucinations. Hearing, touch, si scent, sight, and especially taste are massively augmented, along with a sudden in increase in desire to experience with those senses. The effect of being under the influence is often known as Emir's Ravening, or simply the Ravening, uh, named after an ancient titan mentioned in Precursor Myths regarding the original Atumla. And while under the effects, uh, while under the effects of the ravening, a pilot can plot a void jump with precision on instincts without needing the aid of a star chart or divination magic of particular of particular potency. Okay. As if they can just sense or taste the feel of the void. Um, I assume being a shipwright and a pilot himself, Till knows exactly what this shit is. You know what it does. You might not know all the complex history behind it, but you know yeah. the drug and what it does. Right. Yeah. I just assume that it's I know it's the perfect it's a piloting drug. drug. Oh, definitely. Kendall would know it as the party drug. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh. also potentially very highly addictive. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying she does it, but she knows. But she knows. <laughs> I'm not saying she does Party drug. <laughs> No, no, I love, she does. I love the idea that Kendall is the Nico of this campaign. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think that implies a level of self-awareness. Oh, okay, that's fair. Oh, we know Altumbla. It sounds really like it would taste good, but it doesn't. But it makes everything more. And also, it's really expensive. Let's get some. I have a lot of friends who like it. Well, Have the you tried station it? has it for shipment, so we're just gonna uh, watch. We're gonna monitor the ship as it comes into port and as it's in transit to where it needs to go to make sure it gets where it needs to go. Awesome. Yes, that's, they've been, and then we take it. They've been disappearing somewhere between the port and the void keepers station. So but we have a target vessel. Yes. Yes, the Zephyr. Elven ship. Oh my god! I was gonna say, Zephyr? any 
any any uh <laughs> any background that we have on the Zephyr or Elven ship smuggling out of Kendall seems to know That's about it at amazing. least. Amazing. <laughs> My dad uses them all the time. Uh, what out tumblers? I mean, he contracts with them to deliver whatever. The the, uh, the chef, the Zephyr. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, so what 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 the two of you so would know is that the Zephyr is a is a is a cargo ship that is very frequently contracted by Handel's mm-hmm. father. Did, for... did we build it? No, you didn't okay. build it, but it's okay. contracted. All right. Uh-huh. You probably you've probably put several parts into it. Okay. Does that mean it counts as people we know? So uh, yes, but mm. also like, look, bees. If if people are shipping this stuff, it's probably people we don't want to piss off. Why? Because they're really important and really powerful and very likely to kill. But that means they have more things and won't miss it as much. Or they'll miss the things they miss twice as much. Or they'll have the power to find us and kill us. And we don't want that. Okay. Well, yes, the um, the shipments have been getting diverted before they reach the station. If we could find where where or how they're being diverted, we could potentially find a large cache of the material and other such sundries that aren't being looked for. So think of it as And a, those we can keep. Think of it as a treasure hunt piece. Okay. Sounds like a job everyone's interested in. Yeah. Certainly. Yeah. Get in and Mistel are asleep. But I bet they'd want to go. We we bet they'd want to go. Well, the ship doesn't arrive until the evening, so we have a little bit of time to let them rest and sleep off the drinks. Camille, have I ever uh, have have bees ever seen Gideon this drunk? No, Gideon's never <laughs> been drunk. Okay, that's right. the whole reason this happened. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how get, long Gideon will sleep or Mistel. We damn it! I'm sorry, everybody. I keep screwing it up. <laughs> uh, right. William, could I concoct a um, uh, the equivalent Prairie oyster, <laughs> <laughs> the equivalent of like space smelling salts? <laughs> smells like space. I mean, you do have the ability to create a small device that it, that emits a particular smell. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just gonna. Oh, oh, we'll be able to wake them up. I just want to let them sleep it off a little bit longer. Uh, okay. Uh, then perhaps in that time we can figure out a bit more about the ship and uh, go over the files. Well, Recent ships that got had their shipments missing. I will I will pull out the data pad that has the information, sort of share it around to everybody, so we can all take a look at it. But all of us that are here, yes. Also, <laughs> uh, also we have the um, shielding frequencies that the other. Not the other um, cargo containers we're using for the Atumbla. So we may be able to have a slightly easier time tracking them down if we can get an idea of how they're taking them away. Hmm. Interesting. 
Can I get a look at that as well? Let's show it to you. Okay. Till download the uh, the specs and and it's see. it's a it's a particular type of environmental shielding that is used to keep the Atumbla like in in viable condition because it it does not have a very long shelf life outside of mm-hmm. shielding. So it's it's easily identifiable by those by those particular technologies if you can scan them. Okay. Bees is cool. Just kind of bees are watching the process. And in that time, I will go ahead and uh, use my magical tinkering to create smelling salts. Uh, so when he said evening, do we have an idea of how long that's going to be, like mechanically? Uh, he would have given you a timetable, so you've got it probably about four hours. Four hours, okay. So at two hours. Uh, so I guess long rest if anyone needs it. Short rest. Or short rest, yeah, sorry. Short rest if anyone needs okay. it. Sorry, I, I said the wrong thing. Short rest if anyone needs it. <laughs> All right, well, we'll see about getting them up, and we can go stake out the place waiting for the ship to arrive. Um, Kendall question do you uh-huh. think with your connection to the zephyr that we could get uh cooperation from them or do you think it might be best to watch from afar so we don't tip off whoever's stealing the product i mean do I, i'm assuming i don't know like any of the crew yeah you don't know the captain of zephyr or any of the crew maybe you, maybe met once maybe. you may you may you may have met the captain at like a formal yeah. event <laughs> like in passing i mean we can use it like i can i can definitely say he'll go up and say hey it's me you know my dad um so we want to help you out and so on and so forth and blah 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 um not not undoable they... but i'm not going to say for sure that it'll work either like uh, you you probably met captain zanner maybe once like at okay. a, at, a, at a function i know i'm not uh, stealth isn't my particular strong suit so i was curious what all of our options might be oh i do understand yeah, i'm not very stealthy either oh it does seem that we are bees and at least two of our party i say thumbing towards the doors can be stealthy when they're not drunk uh-huh so marginally capable of that myself <laughs> oh yeah it feels really good at that a lot of times i don't i don't even notice he's there hmm so Watch from afar. What if some of us at least got onto the ship ahead of time? Well, it's going to be landing bees. It's, not, it's in space right now. Okay. I don't. Can you fly that far, bees? From away from your yes. life? Yes. Insight check. <laughs> can I, William? Probably not, considering yeah. the distance. <laughs> I just I, I know B's answer to everything is always yes, but yeah. right. I I legitimately don't know. Um, yeah, Umbral John's a minute. I don't think it's limited by ranged. It's or what do we call it? B jaunt or whatever whatever it was. Um, but it's a minute, and I guess it's what's my, what's my flight speed in jaunt form? Probably not. It's your walking far. speed. I don't even know what the bees would do in void. 
hit the glass. <laughs> Ping. Yeah. So I guess I'm rolling deception. <laughs> Vibrate and frustration. That's <laughs> what they do in space. Ah, uh, 13. <laughs> I would say bees seems 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 like they just want to say yes. Yeah. We might have to try that out at some other time, bees. <clears throat> okay. Well, let's get them awake and see what their take on the plan is. And I will I will actually I'll turn the second I'll turn um my other device into smelling salts as well, so I have two. Uh and I will hand one to bees. No, wait, yeah no. Bees, would you like to go wake Gideon up? Okay. Just hover this around his nose and press this button. Important question. Is this the same device you used in the first episode? No, different device. Okay, all right. <laughs> um, However, okay. smelling salts do smell like ass. Well, to, yeah, to, but, to, like, to other people. I don't know about what they smell like to but, bees. But bees live in a swamp, <laughs> so I yeah, I don't know if that's going to be as unpleasant. I think it's it, it's actually I mean, more specific. I mean, how much ammonia was in the swamp? <laughs> Uh, not a small amount, probably. <laughs> yeah. okay. Might smell um, like home. You never know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Actually, can I roll that? <laughs> to see if you resist smelling salt because you grew up on a swamp planet? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> sure, that'll come into play. Yeah, roll me a con save. Wake him up with the smell of bakery stuff, and he's just going to be like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I will hand I will hand the other one to Kendall. Oh yeah! <laughs> I will fucking great. I will hand I, I will hand the other one to Kendall for use on Mistle. <laughs> Gideon is too used. No, we're to gonna play that out, beast. <laughs> Gideon is too used to the smell of the swamp. So cracks it open or pushes the. Is it a button? Yeah, it's a little, it's a little button. Yeah. All right. So pushes the button under under Gideon's nose. Just that. Five mm, more they're... minutes, Mama Leah. Gideon, mm. you're, supposed to, you're supposed to wake up because of the smell in this orb. Mm, you smell bad too, but Gideon, yeah, smell the orb. <laughs> bees, yeah. just floating mage hand of bees starts just like shoving it into Gideon's <laughs> face, like sort of <laughs> clacking off his beak. Yeah. When it hit, when it hits my beak, uh, I I hiss it. <laughs> we got, we got it. We got a job. We got a job. No, no, it's not my fault. We, we got a job, Gideon. We got a job. We got a job. We're gonna be cops and take some drugs. What? <laughs> no, no. We're gonna be cops and take drugs. It's okay. No, Everybody what? else said it was okay. Every, what do you? What? What was that thing you put in my nose, dude? It was a, a ball. Did you put bog water in my nose? No. What? Are you lying to me? <laughs> no. Coltarn. Yes. You're kind of an awful liar, so I believe you. Is there bong water in this? Bong water? <laughs> I didn't say. I said bong water. Bong oh, water. I'm sorry. I'm you. <laughs> Is there bog water in this? Yes. Okay. Hey, Gideon. Yeah, yeah, I heard him. I heard him. What's, <laughs> I, what's going on? It was the most bog it was the most nearby source of ammonia that I could get find, I guess. Yeah. We put bog water in your face. 
Yeah, yeah, I, I got that. What, what's, what's this about? I was it's just a little bee. <laughs> all the bees. We got that a job. A we, we got a job. What do you mean a job? A job. We got a job. We told you. Why didn't anybody tell me we had a job before I got drunk? Come on, you drank. We didn't have it when you got drunk. Wait, I got drunk and they went and got a job without me. I guess. That's it. <laughs> Why didn't you stop them? We had to carry you. <laughs> That's fair. What's the job? We told you we're gonna be space cops and take drugs. So they got a job that made us cops, and you were just cool with it. We're taking the drugs to sell for money. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go talk to Coltart because you're not making any sense at all. Okay. And don't put bog water in my nose anymore. Okay. Freaking weirdo. Okay. <laughs> And as you move away, there's just there's this sort of rippling giggle among the the, the bees that are flying around the room. <laughs> and one of one of the bees lands on Coltarn's shoulder before Gideon gets there and says, Coltarn. Yes. Do you have any more bog water? <coughs> yes. Can we have it? Absolutely. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I want to know what happens with Kindle and Mistle now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, meanwhile, with Mistle, the effect yeah. is immediate. Like, that, just... I think it's funny that you're assuming that I'm using it on her. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> so she 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 takes it. She walks over and she gets down and just sort of sort of gently shakes. Hey, honey, it's time to wake up. No. We have a job. Over. No. We have a job. No, I don't like jobs. <laughs> jobs get you money, apparently. That's what I hear anyway. I get my own money. Go away. Okay. I mean, I'm not going away, but you can sleep a little longer. That's okay. I understand. I've been there. That's why you're my favorite. Thank she you. falls back asleep. And she falls back asleep. <laughs> Perfect. It is really rude to just forcibly wake someone up for being drunk. And Kendall knows that. And Kendall's not going to do that to anybody. Fair. That's And let's be honest, be... it's Mistle. We can just pick her up and bring her with us if we need to. Yeah. Also that. This, cat. This, is why right? I, this is why I gave it to Kendall, because I trusted Kendall to use her best judgment on how to wake Mistle up. Fair enough. And this might be useful at some point. When somebody just flat gets knocked unconscious. Also that, yes. <laughs> and it's an endless supply, so it doesn't last forever. Yep. Very reasonable. Hmm. All right. Okay, so like, can I make a request? I see. I say as soon as I see Coltern. Certainly. Can we like discuss getting jobs before you just throw people in rooms and go get jobs without them? I don't know that I wanted this job. What the hell is this job anyway? He said something about drugs. And cops? Why? Why would you possibly think I would want to be a cop and get drugs from people? Why would you think that was a good idea? Are you done yet? Yes. Yes. I would ask the question. I would like an answer, please, okay. sir. One, we're not cops. I don't know where. That's what that B idea. said. Why would you say B to wake me up anyway? Because he's your friend. <laughs> and why would you believe B's when he says we're going to be cops? 
didn't even my first question. You sent him to wake me up. I was not conscious when he. <laughs> what? Why are we doing this? I'll start from the beginning. The void keepers on the station, the people that are void keepers. He thinks the void keepers are cops. That makes sense. All right, go on. The people that are best oh, equipped dude. to aid us in fighting against demons and the kind. The people also a valid point. Continue. Are currently overwhelmed with a bunch of tasks. We went to them to see if we could establish a working relationship by aiding them with some of their other jobs that they haven't had the time to deal with. Oh, it's work work. Yes. Why did you just say that? One we of did. The, one of those jobs is retrieving some shipments of Altumla, which have been being stolen on en route Can to I the station. Can I make a roll for Altumla? <laughs> oh, <I see. laughs> It'll be slightly harder for you. Right. Coltarn is infinitely <laughs> patient. <laughs> That's what you 20. know about it. <clears throat> I know all the things that bees knows, right? Roughly, yeah. You probably picked it up from someone wandering around who was just talking about it. Yeah. Well, one of uh, one of my mother's clients or something. Yeah. Now. The Atumla that we're being tasked with protecting and safeguarding is the current shipment that's coming in aboard a ship called the Zephyr. It's an elven ship, which apparently Kindle's familiar with in some capacity. Uh, but the... You work with my dad a lot. The ultimate goal is to locate whoever is making off with their shipments, deal with them, and recover what we can. Now... In recovering what we can, there's likely to be more things than just our tumbler. If this is a fairly active group of bandits that have been stealing from the void keepers on the station. So, in that particular respect, I imagine there will be a bit more treasure and the like that we could acquire for ourselves aside from the tumbler that we are to safeguard. I figured that would be something that most people would be interested in. I'm sorry, I'm a bit confused now. Hmm? Is this theft that we're investigating, or is it smuggling? Uh, theft. The smuggling is for the Void Keepers. It's the theft of the smugglers that we're investigating. Because if... All right. Wait. Well, so here's... The, the, the layout that it's given is basically things that are supposed to be coming in for inspection before moving on are disappearing, yeah. which is usually a smuggling trick to try and get it right. out from under inspection. I misunderstood right. the original statements because it sounded like they were smuggling it into themselves. <laughs> no, it was like Altumla is a restricted substance. It has to be right. checked at inspection stations. So if and there's have, probably okay. tariffs and taxes. Oh. Yeah. It's so, like that. So it's right. like somebody raided a pharmacy. Yeah, El Tumbla is medical cocaine. Yeah. So if you if you if you have a shipment coming in and you're trying to hide how much is there or you're trying to hide something else in it, someone's having it disappear before it gets to the inspection okay. checkpoint. Okay. Yeah, I misunderstood because it sound again, it sounded like they were having it smuggled into themselves from the way you described it. <laughs> All right. So, so rewind that. Right. So with this, with this explanation, then are we assuming that the crew of the Zephyr are the ones that are profiting from this disappearing Althumla? Very possibly. 
so they are likely to not be oh, allies I, to us in this situation. Actually, um, when did it, there was was there an indication that there were multiple different people that were bringing it in that they that that it was disappearing from? Yeah, it's been several shipments. So, like, that's a smuggling trick. It could also just be getting stolen. Yeah, like that's like it's not certain which. Okay, so it's not just it's, it's not just the one ship that's been happening to is the thing. So it seems either every single group of individuals. Tra- transporting this material is doing the exact same thing and well, of course it's multiple in coordination shippers, with other. because if it was a single shipper then yeah. they wouldn't need us because that'd be pretty fucking suspicious by itself yes or there's a third party involved oh, well yeah but even a third party right raid multiple sources yeah so Investigating they... what's investigating what's anyway. happening is the objective, and safeguarding the shipment as best we can. So we're going to try and intercept the Zephyr, hopefully before the Altumla disappears from their cargo. So at this point, I'm turning it over to the rest of you. I'm not a I'm not an experienced counter smuggler or whatever you would call it. My thought was simply to follow them, but I assume the rest of you have better ideas. So, where's it been? It's been vanishing before it gets here, before or... it gets to the inspection area between the docks and the and the void keepers somewhere. Okay, there. but 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 by the time it lands, it, it's still it there when it, it lands the on the planet. Yes, yeah, yeah okay. it makes it, it makes it to the station and disappears en route to the void keepers. We can meet the ship there. Yes, I figured we could. And if we can see who's stealing it and follow them, I think Colton's actually got a solid idea there. And I'm in the process of trying to put together some sort of device to help us track down the uh, frequencies of the shielding that they use on the cargo containers. So hopefully that'll let us travel, let us track them a bit easier from a bit further distance. But and for for the sake of it. The equivalent of detect magic will be able to sense the kind of protections that go around the Altumbla case. Ah, cool. I got that spell. Well, Tarn, can we put it on for you? Put what on? The detector. The tracker. I haven't built it yet. I know. We know. Um, but when it is built, can we put it on? If you'd like, though it's more of a um it's more of a handheld <laughs> device than a thing we leave and follow oh okay i could potentially actually now that i think about it i could potentially build something that has could i could i make something that emits actually bees what's the quietest sound you can hear um that is a good question william i assume it's is there a pitch is there a pitch of sound that that bees can hear that the rest of us can't that most humanoids can't actually a really good question yeah uh yes that's actually part of how they that's actually part of how they perceive the the dancing is they can hear they can hear the air vibrations they they do pick up low frequency sounds i think that's one of the reasons my perception is so high just because <laughs> they they do have pretty good senses <clears throat> I could fashion a device that emits a sound of a frequency that most humanoids cannot hear, but is of a frequency you could hear. 
which would be something we could also use to track any anything we want. Okay. I'm going to spend a few minutes fiddling with a, with a third device and see if I can get it to a frequency that nobody else can but bees can hear with my magical tinkering. Which puts me to three devices. Am I able to do that, William? With a magical tinkering? Probably, yeah. Just something, just something that, that constantly emits a 500 hertz sound wave. Yeah, because I can make nonverbal... I can make an object continuously emit a nonverbal sound of my choice. Yeah, so you can just make something that constantly puts off a 500 hertz, just like whistle. It is constantly playing Venga Bus, but only bees can hear it. <laughs> Look, mechanically, it has a distance of up to 10 feet, but I imagine that bees can be spread out enough that that won't necessarily be an issue, but that I'll leave that up to you. Um, I would say the the sound itself can probably, like, it, it can probably be heard at about, like, 50 feet. Okay. So, <laughs> hold up an object, hit a button, none of us hear anything. Bees, do you hear this? What is it? Yeah, what is it sound it's like? Just, it's just this low drone. Yeah. Uh, Coltarn's not, Coltarn isn't fancy enough yet to be able to make it do other sounds at that frequency. We, we can hear it. It sounds boring. You should make it play music next time. I'll try. Okay. Trade off. Hand it to bees. Well, if you put that on something that we need to track, then hopefully they don't also have a have a sentient hive of bees that will be able to hear it. Okay, if they do, we'll kill them and absorb them into your hive. Yes. No, we'll eat no. them and take their hive. <laughs> yes, that. That's, that that is what I meant. Yes. I just felt like we should clarify that in case anybody gets confused because. That's exactly what he's going to do, or what they're going to do. It is. <laughs> I should I, I should clarify. I, I can't make the sound, but when Bees laughs, it sounds like a baby laughing. Does it sound like a baby laughing or 10,000 babies laughing? No, it's like, it, fuck wouldn't it? It's it, There's right. a little bit of an echo to it, and it kind of ripples around through the hive. But yeah, it sounds yeah, like that's not... sounds. That's not terrifying it's, it's, at all. It sounds like a spectral baby. Hey, John, this yeah, is yeah. worse than bees carrying something. Yeah, bees, <laughs> bees sounding like spectral babies. That is worse than bees carrying a torch. It's true. It, I, I concur. I stand by my background image that I don't have anymore, which says not creepy. <laughs> <laughs> What's the only thing more terrifying than a creepy doll? A thousand creepy dolls <laughs> in the same room Fact. at the same time. Now, if only they all had the same face and it was a human face, not a bee face. Well, <clears throat> sounds like we have the fundamentals of a plan, at least. Do we? We should figure out groups for who's going to watch what. Well, lo if... Locate locate package, follow package, determine what happens to package, operate from there. That sounds like some of the jobs back at the brothel. I mean, so we're going to go there. We're going to talk to him. We're going to somehow get this thing on him. I don't know if we need to talk to them. That's your call, I guess. Do you think if that would, if you think that would be worthwhile? I don't see why not. 
I mean, they're going to have information about what's going on. And sure, if they're if they're lying, if they're if they if they don't, if this is something that they're 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 skimming off the top. First of all, duh to them. But second of all, uh, uh, we'll probably. I mean, we're pretty good at telling that kind of stuff out, right? Um, so we'll get information off of them regardless, and it will actually, I mean, give us a reason to actually be on the ship and in the vicinity so things can be planted. <clears throat> so instead of just sneaking on, getting caught, and being like, "Oh, look." I got lost on the way to the bat or whatever, whatever I that's what I usually try to use and it doesn't work very well. Oh, it's like you're more watching from the outside, but you're right. It would be good to get eyes on the on it before it leaves the ship. If three or so of us go inside the ship and the rest watch from the outside, they don't need to know that in our our merry band of adventurers are watching them. You know what we need, Coltarn? We need like uh, what are those things that uh, security people use? You know the the earbuds, the comms, communicators. You mean like the ones Till and I have? Yeah, like those. A little bit more complicated than not. I can cobble together in a short time, but I could make more. Well, that would be really useful. Can we buy more? Once we have some money, yes. That's the other part of this. We're getting paid for this by the war keepers. I would hope so. so. Well, in the meantime, access resources. I can also try to, if I can get into the air without them seeing me, I can try to follow them from the air. Well, they're going to be landing in the docks. How about this for an idea? Kendall and Till approach. Till is acting as Kendall's bodyguard. Kendall acting as Kendall. Um, with bees, can how long can you separate from your hive? How well do I know time? <laughs> how well do the bees understand time? Um, I mean, bees as a species probably understand time. Well, actually, no, because you don't live on a diurnal cycle planet that you're yeah, from. So, yeah. yeah, no, I don't know. You probably and, have an innate the, sense of time passing, but not like you have a way to measure seconds. Not in, not in, not in like yeah. I know a day from another day. Okay, so and yeah, so would I be able to answer that question from experience of seeing this? Yeah, because uh, you I, know that the in, individual bees can spread off far and wide, but like as a cohesive unit, the bees typically don't ever depart from the hive for more than a minute. Um, I think the, I think the bees will just say this long. And then be silent. And if nobody says anything for sixty seconds, they'll go. So when, you, when 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 they, <laughs> when they go off, I'm gonna say it, it. It's about a minute, a little bit longer sometimes, but not really long. Okay. Trying to think if that's enough time for bees to sneak a tracker aboard someone on the ship. I think so, actually. I mean, well, depending on how big the ship is. Do we want the tracker on somebody or do we want the tracker on the drugs? I would say the, the stuff. Yes, on the drugs. Right. Al Tumba. 
whichever is easier. I imagine if we, if we can get it on the stuff, that'd be perfect. But if not, someone who's handling it would be almost as good. True, unless they're innocent. Yes. Well, even if they are, innocent, they if, ideally if we stuff. if they turn down a dark alley and get kidnapped along with the stuff, then following them as well. But planting a tracker on a person makes it easier for it to be detected most of the time, and if the also easier person does not go along with the materials, because the materials are really the salient point of interest, I'd say. Right. If we That's were another point Alcumbra. to play. Well, this is why if we were stealing Altumbra, we'd just kill the people with it and take the Altumbra. That's hmm. exactly that. This is why I, I mean, raised the... I wouldn't kill anybody, but I would knock them out and take the stuff. This is why I raised the idea. You all have much more experience with this thought process than I do. I mean, mostly I just I, I just know what I have to do to get stuff past. Hmm. You know, my parents when I sneak into the house and that kind of stuff, which really isn't that much different from this. Hmm. I mean, I'm an actual thief. So. But if if you think a minute would be enough time for bees to uh, use the distraction, probably. Then I would think so. The two of you approach, have your conversation, get what information you can. Bees sneaks a tracker on board. Gideon and Mistel, as our two flyers, find a reasonable perch in the dock area where it's where there are more people around and thus it's less likely for it to be suspicious that you're there and flying around and Varush and I will stand apart from the we'll stand apart within the crowd where we can blend in and be in cover because we are not stealthy <clears throat> I say I'm, indicating I'm our general size. Yeah, and the fact that I'm covered in ceramic plates. Yeah. <laughs> William, I would assume with this being such a diverse area, there are other aliens in the city. Oh, yeah? definitely. Yeah. And so I've probably seen aliens flying around the city because, yeah. you know, we move faster in the air. And there's there's so, a, there's enough there's enough overhead with the with the environmental domes that you can you have decent room to fly around. I figured. I mean, you've got you know they've got buildings. They've got actual buildings that don't just go to the the top of the uh, ship. Yeah. So or to the station rather. So it you know I would think that there would be enough overhead for for there to be some airspace. You know, there's probably you know vehicles that hover and stuff like that as well. So yeah. Does that sound but like... I can be inconspicuous while flying. That was yeah. the point that I was making. Does that sound like a reasonable plan? I think so. I think so. Really, I like it. We're really good at sting operations. Audible sigh from Baruch. <laughs> <laughs> it was just the intake of breath like he was going to say something and then nothing. Hold <laughs> on. The player is trying not to laugh because the character is quite useless. <laughs> <clears throat> Kendall, when you speak to them, just uh, be sure. I don't know. Inquire if this is a ship that your father uses frequently. Perhaps inquire uh, if they can give you passage somewhere or uh, something so that they don't believe uh, anything's different than normal. 
if anybody's watching them and they react. Yes. I mean, I don't really know a whole lot about business, but I assume she's the daughter of the guy that hires or of a guy that hires them often. She could just talk business in a lot of ways, right? I mean, so, okay. Good point to bring up before I before we go there. What do you want me to say? Because I can go in and say, "Hey, hi, how you doing? How's have 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 you been at my talk to my dad lately, etc." Oh, by the way, we understand that this is what's been going on, and then if they lie or not, judge based on that. Or I can completely avoid that topic altogether, which gives us an in to go in and talk about and talk about stuff and let bees plant the tracker but that doesn't really tell us much and i'm pretty much just stalling for well time. if several people have been having this problem you could just inquire about their experience with said problem you no know? <laughs> though there is a point like there where even if they're not involved in whatever's happening asking them about it could tip off the people who are involved Right, so we have I don't think so. Inside. I, I get, mean, I get if you're part of the shipping industry, people would be talking about this problem with it being a significant problem that's happening often, yeah? Probably. Like, it'd be a very typical conversation for Kent. Like, if Coltine went up asking about it, it would be suspicious. But Kendall going up and asking about it is talking business. I mean, I'm not really part of the business, so to speak, but... But who knows that? Everybody. But but that's <laughs> fine, because they're, they're, they work with my dad. And if they work with my dad, I tend to have... I tend to try to be very friendly with people who work with my dad, because, you know... So, so maybe ask them about a different problem that's not this... I mean, I can just be there and say, hey, while I was here, I heard about this. Once we get inside, like, we're not having this conversation out in the middle in front of everybody. Yes. Like, I get myself invited in. Phil comes with me. Bees comes with. Um, and, you know, when we're inside, I'm like, hey, listen, I heard that you guys, that everybody around here is having trouble with this. Is that something that you know anything like? Like, is there anything you can help with on that, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and judge what they say based on that. And during that time, these can plant the tracker and yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I have a All question right. for uh, Coltarn and Varouche. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. While you were talking to the uh, void keeper guy, captain, whatever, did you ask him if they're having problems with anything else going missing as part of these theft smuggling operations? We asked for a general overview. The primary thing was the Altumbra. Yes. Yeah, but other things matter too. Like, the Altumbra might be the most valuable thing, or the most the thing of most significance, but if they're taking other stuff as well, that kind of lets us know what we're dealing with. You know, we could be dealing with people who are also looking to 
sell artifacts or maybe stealing weapons or maybe people who are using the Altumbra to cover other thefts that are not considered as valuable, but one man's trash. That's fair. While we're waiting, uh, Varush and I could make a call and see if there's any other patterns that are happening. Since we're the only two that they're, that they're aware of. Uh, that makes sense. And as far as the conversation in the ship goes, I trust Kendall's instincts on this, so we'll let you take, what, you. take whatever direction you want to, Kendall. I agree. We do need a signal if, uh, for whatever reason, uh, the inside turns dangerous or uh, no longer tenable to get you out. I believe comms. that the signal on that will either be my comms or my pistol shots. I think it'll probably be this, and then Kendall lets out the most annoying high-pitched shriek you may have ever heard in your life. Mm. Away. And Mistel's awake. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? That'll do Are it. Are being attacked? No, no. Well, sorry, so, sorry, honey. Orally, was, yes. I was yeah, trying yes. to. I was trying to to tell them what the signal is going to be in this situation. We're going. I'm going, and I'm going to say hi to some some people that work for my dad. And if anything goes Kendall, wrong, that was... Use your freaking words, lady. <laughs> well, no, that's if everything goes wrong and I don't have time to say, hey, it's time to come yeah, get no, me. Yeah, no, but you could have told us that wrong. I'm going to scream like a freaking oh. banshee and that would have done just as well. Okay, no, you make a valid point. My bad. <laughs> Kendall, Kendall, why don't you do like Verusha? Just nod. They won't be yeah. able to hear the nod. Okay. But, you know, odds are this is all going to go fine and we won't have to worry about exactly. that. You know, we my ears would have really appreciated that beforehand. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We should fill Mistel in on the situation. Looking them over, are they still hungover? Oh, definitely. Okay. Both of them are still hungover. Are they still... Poison. Their mama's hungover. They're not poisoned, but they're gonna have disadvantage on perception checks when the headache while the headaches are lasting. This is why we don't take jobs until after people sober up. We have a solution. And that. also on we'll concentration see. checks, but neither of them are spellcasters, so that doesn't really matter. Yet. This is their first hangover. They got to tough it out. <laughs> that's, that's 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 my that, that's my mechanical effective hangover. Is disadvantage on perception and concentration. That sure. that feels fairly yeah, fair. accurate yeah. to to hangovers. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I like that. Very fair. Not that I've ever had one, but you know, I imagine. If you I've had actually one. Out. I've yeah. only ever had one. Same. Despite my twenty first birthday times, I've yeah, I've never I. I've had minor headaches, and that's mm-hmm. about it. Yeah, no. Uh, is... I had one. I had one when I was 20. It is one of the very few benefits of not having upper sinus cavities. Mm. Not getting hangovers. There you go. I don't know why, 
I assume it's because there's more room for the brain or because there's less room for the stuff to get stuck, but... <laughs> no hangovers. <clears throat> Anyways, William. <laughs> yeah, so you've explained your plan. Your friends are toughing out the hangover. And how are you going to enact this? Are you just heading over to where the where the dock for the Zephyr is? Yeah, I assume we would have at least, by this point, we should have at least an hour before it lands. Yeah. So, get to the dock, open... get in positions. Yep. I'm going to hydrate while we're, uh, you know, <laughs> parking. Hey, Gideon. What, man? We got you some water. I'm not drinking that shit, bro. Aw. You laughed after you said it. You obviously put something in it. No, we didn't. Beef. <laughs> <laughs> Man, if you don't go sit the hell down somewhere, leave me alone. Okay. Drink the water, though. <laughs> I got my own water. I'm good. Okay. I'm going to watch for beef the whole time. <laughs> I'm drinking my water. <laughs> going to make a sleight of hand check. No, shit. <laughs> 20. Now I'm rolling perception for that. Right? <laughs> yep. At disadvantage. Yep, because you're hungover. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, that, that fucking tracks. Se several individual bees sneak over at various times, just holding essentially, you know, one large droplet of the bog water apiece and drop it into your water. The rest of you would clearly notice, although I, I guess... I guess Gideon doesn't notice the, the. I I I would like to make a useless roll to try this because I need a nineteen or a twenty to succeed. Well, I will. I will also say. Bees are giggling throughout, so it's not. Even though that... <laughs> Till, Till is very focused on <clears throat> Kendall right now, and also nope. Kind of, yeah. Mm. So your perception still still hungover. Your perception <laughs> also is a disadvantage. Pistol. The cop noticed the drugging at them. That track. Varouche is in the cop. Yes, Varouche is the only one who notices the the, the bog water spiking of the ranger. <laughs> border patrol is on upgrade, Jack. <laughs> right. I didn't I... say interdimensional ice. <laughs> Can I taste it, William? Oh, definitely. After like a few drops, that that water is immediately a, a present. Jeez, what the fuck, man? <laughs> we did a prank. You, it's not. It's. I'm gonna fucking murder you. I'm gonna kill you. We poisoned you. <laughs> <laughs> Legitimately, that's ammonia. <laughs> you had a face. I would punch you in it right now. We don't. You can hit our armor, though. That's fair. Can someone who is not bees go get me more water, please? 
I, I will. I'll go get you some water. Hold on. Gideon, we'll get you water. We're sorry. No, 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 no. Hill, no, can no, you no, go no, get no, some no. water for him? I'll go get some water. <laughs> I, I, like the, I like the chain of custody on that water request. <laughs> Did you think that Kendall was actually going to do it? <laughs> how, how far does Till get before Colton just starts undoing a part of his backpack to produce some of the... Literally, Till carries water on him. It's like, yeah, no. It's, okay. it's literally just... Lug. Right. <laughs> there you are, Gideon. Thanks, man. Have, have brewing supplies for a reason. Water's included. <laughs> Also, when did you take a This is the first I've heard of it. Hmm. You lucky y'all motherfuckers don't sleep neither, because I'd get you. I, I would get you soon. Ooh, soon as you get to sleep. Ooh, I'm, uh, you ain't okay. funny. You're not funny. You're not funny. We Play too much. Funny. Okay. Giddy, we're, we're sorry. Camille, did you hear what Jack said? Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. And no, Till was Till asked, "When did you take up thievery as a career?" This is the first I've heard of it. Me? Uh, well, I was raised in a brothel and um, left alone when I was six. So, Mistel's actively day. stolen from me before, so I know that she's good at it, but. From what it sounded like, it was mostly something that you and bees did to fuck around and annoy the lawkeeper. Oh no, I actually stole shit like all the time. Oh, like, okay, well, excellent. That's good time, to know. Through the time, I never stole from you because, well, I liked you. Also, you paid me to show you around and shit. So people pay me; I don't have to steal. Till's just keeping a mental Rolodex now. <laughs> <laughs> Mister will Probably fly over and clients when they didn't pay. Mister will sit on Till's shoulder. I won't steal from you again. All right. I still won't return the stuff I stole from you the first time. I know. That's why. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was mine. I found it. What'd you get? What would she have gotten off of him? Uh, probably mostly weird food and money. <laughs> I got some money and I got these interesting tasting cakes. I oh ate them. boy. Oh. That was probably a fun time if <laughs> they were cakes that was on till. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> Those were for Kendall. <laughs> no, this was before I met Kendall. Uh, <laughs> they were mostly birdseed. <clears throat> mostly. Yeah, but after about a few minutes of this, you can, you begin to see the large shape of the Zephyr pulling in through the environmental shields towards the, towards the space dock. And it does look, if you imagine like a massive tree floating through space, but instead of roots branching out, they just sort of spiral together to almost a spear point at the front, the roots sort of coiling around each other. And then Till, you can see Till gets a grin on his face. You, you can you can see the the bioluminescence of internal plant life and different fungus that it, that illuminates the interior of this of this living ship with the massive bow of ancient wood and leaves spreading out behind it as this enormous ship just slowly made entirely of living plant matter slowly glides into dock. 
Hey, uh, B? Hi, Gideon, you forgive us? You know I'm not actually mad at you, right? Okay. Thanks, Gideon. Yeah, I realized I probably should have clarified that before. Anyway, we're live. I'm going to go find somewhere to perch. Okay. I'm going to go find an open-air bar in the docks, because it's the docks, so there's going to be an open-air bar. <laughs> oh, yeah. Seems reasonable. Hmm. I'm gonna... will go with getting him. I want to find a void keeper terminal somewhere nearby and do the equivalent of keeping an eye into the ship while having pretty much just Galaga playing on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> that man over there is playing Galaga. We thought we wouldn't notice, but we did. We did. What what is what is the uh, the ship frame on on the Zephyr? Is it like is it is it like a frigate class transport freighter? What are we talking here? Uh, the Zephyr would be. Let me. Pull up. I haven't made the elven ships yet, so I don't have a name for it, but I can give you its size class. I am also like a Coltarn is sketching the ship while he's sitting at the bar having a drink. Cause he's also interested in this mechanically and wants to know how wants to know how he might build this in the future. Uh the Zephyr would be a Corvette class. Corvette class? Okay. Hmm. On the larger end, then. Yeah. Not, not that this matters at all to what's going on, uh, but, but yeah, Coltarn is like, he's trying to, like, from studying it externally, f- ascertain, you know, where, what parts of this was natural, what parts of this were encouraged, like, via magic or via growing, how they might have encouraged it to take certain shapes, and also, like, how, if you can tell, how they seal it against space where the propulsion you systems could, are. You could ask Till about that. This is what he does for a job. Yeah, but you're, you're currently <laughs> escorting Kendall, so he's just watching. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> he's just watching, taking notes, and trying to analyze. Roll technology. Or mechanics, whichever one is the hardware. Uh, technology. I forget. Yeah, technology. Yeah. Uh, right, computers is the software. 19? <laughs> so with a 19... Um, the big thing that you that you notice is the environment is how they seal the environment. Um, it's really hard to tell how the plant life is is formed that way without getting a very up close look at it. Yeah. But it looks like because it's a plant, it is creating its own atmosphere. It, the 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 plant is producing its own breathable atmosphere that is being contained within a very thin biosphere. Could I get an idea of like what it's using to? like to uh translate into that atmosphere because like a normal tree you know would take in elements of the atmosphere around it to generate breathable air like what like is there something very obvious about it that where as to where it might be drawing that or is it like when it comes into a breathable atmosphere that's when it restocks for lack of a better term it could be that whenever it enters breathable atmosphere it refreshes its life its life support system basically um but it's also quite possible that it has grown so large that it sustains its own atmosphere from itself. Like it has plants growing in it that provide it's got, it recycles its own atmosphere quite literally. Yeah. Is is also a potential option, which would, which would require it only to refill like very, very long term whenever like just like the sheer amount of just like entropy of chemical reaction slowly removes the amount of stuff they need. Yeah. 
I'm half paying attention to whatever might be coming out of it and half just studying the ship now. And when you when you consider it, like if they've got that sort of recycling atmosphere going on, refreshing it could be as simple as a spell. Or like pulling mana from the Stardust engine. And I'm definitely trying to figure out how I might incorporate that with other ship designs, specifically the, the life support systems. And that's 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 what I'm doing in this scene. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile. Kendall, you mm-hmm. and Pill. As the so... as as the Zephyr puts into dock and clamps are put around the ship to hold it in place and a uh, a docking ramp composed of a series of, of tree roots extends out from the side to the platform. So Kendall's not trying to be like, you know, oh, I just happened to know she's just gonna walk right up to the right up to where the the um hatch opens. Nobody bothers you if you look like you belong there. Yep. I remember what's his what's the what's the captain's name? Captain Xanarum. Xanarum. And he is the first man off the ship as you identify the the it's very overwrought nature aesthetic that Captain Xanarum keeps with him. He has this uh like leaf green and patterned like leaves long coat that he wears at all times with a like the the very old fashioned like pointed captain's hat like like almost like you would equate it with a Robin Hood with a Robin Hood hat, but with more of a slight navel flare to it. And it's just drawn out longer uh than it would normally be, with long white hair around to like mid shoulders, uh, with the sort of silvered tattoos that stretch up his neck and around his face that uh that make the the designs of tree roots across his face. Okay. As he sort of amber eyes as he steps down. So Kendall makes a much more muted, like more like excited scream sound, uh, much quieter, much chiller than 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 what what forcibly brought people to consciousness earlier. Um, hi, Zenny. Hi. There's a there's a there's a moment's pause before recognition flashes. Ah, you must be Miss Kendall Fairchild. It's been a while. It has. How are you? I heard you were. I heard you were arriving, and I just had to come and and, and say hi. How are you doing? Doing quite well. Quite well. How is your father? Doing good. Uh, I have. I, it's it's been a little while since I've talked to him. Not too long. A little while. And you no, know, he's doing good. Um, what brings you here? Ah, uh, just a shipping stop have to refuel our Stardust engines before we move on to Gilgamesh for our final departure. Gotcha. You've got a minute, right? Let's go, let's catch up. And, and she just simply goes and like takes his arm and starts <clears throat> walking back into the ship. Oh, this is Till. Um... Nod. <clears throat> and Till <laughs> at this time is looking around. He's trying to see if he can pinpoint anything on the ship that's maybe broken, damaged, or otherwise. The sort of thing where you can comment on, like, oh, your aft stabilizer seems to be shaking loose. That kind of thing. Roll technology. What uh, what uh, does that use? Hmm? Normally it would be intelligence, but because you're looking for something broken, we'll say it's wisdom. Uh, okay. That'll just be a wisdom check, because I'm not proficient. 
18. Hmm. Okay. So looking around, you you spot a few different locations where there's something that probably could use a little bit of touching up. Like the you you notice okay. that the uh, the the mana infuser that would normally cause the roots for the ramp to grow out is slightly chipped. So the roots mm-hmm. you noticed as you came in actually grew out for the ramp a little bit slower than they should. Okay. He's he's just making mental notes. That'll come up if it needs to. And this is bees. Hello, we're bees. He he nods, sort of. I've not seen an amalgamation of creatures like you, bees. Interesting. Nope. If there were, we'd kill them. <laughs> of course. They're awesome. So, and as we're walking inside. <laughs> Just roll me a performance check, Kendall. Okay. Oh, thank God. I thought you were going to say bees. <laughs> <laughs> bees begins an interpretive tap dance. <laughs> Actually, uh, we're probably okay at dance. I <laughs> may be using inspiration for this. We will see. Um, oh, that's right. I need damn it. Okay. Uh that I yep, 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 yep. <laughs> Inspiration's a wonderful thing. That's better. Yeah, that's much better. That's better. <laughs> Significantly better. So you, yeah, you're just making better, small but... talk. You're yes. just making small talk, essentially, and just kind of um you still have that one you still have your the the one crewman who there it, it was this was like i don't know maybe a couple of years ago and it's just going to some yeah. random person who had got her eye yeah and, uh, as it turns out they are still on the ship awesome yeah wait till once we i've sort of guided him somewhere in the ship um cockpit somewhere like that so listen um i've i i i heard that you've been having some problems not not you specifically but i've heard that there's been a problem with some shipping stuff being taken um and that, that they've been hitting a lot of ship ships like yours, um, who are shipping in. Sorry, the name of the drug. Altumbra. Altumbra. Yes, Altumbra. Um, have you had any of that going on? I can't say that I'm familiar with the disappearance, but I've also not been in this corner of the galaxy for a little while. He says. I will insight check that with my minus one to insight because oh, Till will help you on that. One. Wisdom <laughs> is the best dump stat. A twelve on the insight. That is also a twelve <laughs> on the insight. We're a great team. We are. If you put it together, it's twenty-four. <laughs> that is true. That is how it should work. <laughs> so do you have multiple people you just add all their roles together until yep, you get right. like a 50 just 100% right. yep. <laughs> mob rules D&D mm. uh, but uh, 
he's hard to read, but he seems perplexed by the by the mention as he sort of like furrows his brow. I wouldn't be surprised. Altumbla is certainly a rare commodity. Having it stolen is likely an excellent source of black market material. Right. So I heard from a little bird, uh, not this one, that uh, you might have some on the ship. Yes, actually. We were bringing some to Gilgamesh for your father, actually. Huh, okay. So you and she completely bypasses that. That's me. <laughs> um, so I wanted to br- I wanted to let you know just so because obviously if this is going on, you don't want to lose. Apparently it's been happening to multiple ships. Uh so it's not like just one bad crew member, it doesn't look like. And I'm assuming while we are doing this, there is a bee flying off to go plant things. Um, that's up to Craig. Is a bee flying off to go plant things? As soon as it as soon as there is an opportunity for us to sort of sneak off, or at least some of us to sneak off, absolutely. That's yeah. what we're waiting for. Just yeah. for this. I just didn't want to interrupt it because it was a really cool scene. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so yeah, while that conversation is happening, bees make me a survival check. Survival? Okay. If you fail, you die. That's why it's called survival. Mm-hmm. 17. 17. You're able to navigate the ship well enough and find where the cargo is being offloaded, and you are able to make me a stealth or sleight of hand check. Uh, they are identical. Oh, 13. Um, yeah, that goes. I think, can I wait and see how it goes? Because I, otherwise I want to use inspiration. You may want to use inspiration. To, I think you have to use inspiration yeah. before result. Yeah. <clears throat> no, you, yeah. I'll say you can use it if you know, after you know if you pass or fail. I will tell you right now that won't, that, that is on the borderline. That's better. That's better. Seven. Okay. <laughs> That's better. Okay. So, uh, yeah, one of, one of your bees very, very quietly manages to flutter over and just plant the device on the side of one of these crates. Uh, make me a perception check to make sure that you find the right crate. All right. Uh, that's a 24. All of those good. guys. Good, good. <laughs> Yeah, you you identify the crate. It's it's very it's very clearly demarcated and and denoted as like special interest, very fragile environmental seals, and you very quickly surmise that that's what you're looking for. Uh, okay, I I hate to do this to myself, and I'm hoping we can explain it away with the twenty four on the roll. Bees definitely can't read. You can't, but the symbols the symbols that are there are things that you've seen before. Okay, like biohazard, like this is dangerous. Keep it safe. Okay. All right. Cool. It's marked important. (laughs) Right. The more stickers, the more valuable. Yeah, that's why. That's why they use symbols instead of lettering because not everyone reads every language. Yeah. Like Uh, it'll often be written in Goblin Basic, but there's a lot of symbols. Just, just wanted to double check. Okay. (laughs) All right. So we will go ahead um, and then uh, pop, uh, pop it on. And I, 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 I think. Then, because we're using B jaunt, what it what has happened back in the conversation is just 
a sort of a slow but steady stream of the torch bees have been leaving the hive armor, which is just sort of standing there next to Kendall and Till and slowly sort of slumping forward more and more. <laughs> and it we just went looks... out a window. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I feel like I feel like it is just it looks like bees is progressively getting more and more bored with the conversation. <laughs> um I, I mean, and there are always some of the torch bees left in the hive, but there are not enough to make it move or stand up or anything at this point. And then as soon as the, the device is installed, uh, do I need to make a roll to do that? No, you plant it, you press the button, it starts emitting that low hum, and you... Okay. Then we, we um, come back, and then the, the hive sort of... Till and, and Kendall can see the hive sort of stand up. and okay. back up a little Lurch bit. back up to, yeah upright posture so yeah so that's been going on just blathering on a little bit uh and once once he sort of straightens back it's like so if if they if if you need anything uh i've actually managed to hook myself up with a with a with a pretty cool group of people like bees and and a couple other people and they're the best ones they're like troubleshooters of a sort but like, but like, troubleshooters that uh, they're troubleshooters. Yeah. So I, I take your meaning, <laughs> he says, looking at Till's guns. So if you need anything, um, also, where are you going next? I'm curious. Gilgamesh. Our next stop. Our, our next stop is Gilgamesh Station. Yes. Okay. Uh, cool. Uh, are you going to be here long? Probably for a couple of evenings, getting okay. everything checked out in customs and then moving on to the station. Awesome. Well, maybe I'll see you later then. I know you've got a lot to do. I just wanted to come and give you the heads up about, you know, the whole stealing drugs thing. Pleasure speaking to a member of the Fairchild family, as always. He'll kind of narrow his eyes a little bit. Too, Vanny. <laughs> And, and then... we'll make our graceful exit out. <coughs> Meanwhile, Varouche, as you're yep. just standing there watching and you can see Coltarn over across the way, sitting at one of the bars, is keeping an eye on things. Yeah, I'm kind of keeping an eye out to see if there's A, anybody trying to not be seen getting off the ship. Uh, near the cargo area, or B, also keeping tabs on the ship mm -hmm. and the crew leaving, uh, entering and exiting. Roll me a perception. Gonna... Sorry, Gideon, or your Camille? Uh, I was also, I'm also going to make a perception check. I'm going to spend an inspiration to make it a normal roll instead of a disadvantage. I got another natural 20. Nice. But with a, with an inspiration, you actually I wouldn't you just roll a third dice and then pick which one is the best. William, I mean no, theoretically, yeah, yeah, using it using it like a luck, yeah, you can just roll disadvantage and then roll a third die. So roll um, disadvantage. So I'll and, roll a disadvantage and then roll a third one and pick whichever one is best. Gotcha. Um, and I guess I'm, like, I'm I'm also keeping an eye on the ship. I'm just like more mechanically, but I would also make a perception check, I guess. Yeah. Can Can I also make perception? You will be at disadvantage. Okay. Because you are still hungover. 
Yeah, you can use that 21. Also 21. Wait. <laughs> Nistel is very hungover. That one guy is leaving the ship and it says thief on the back of his coat. <laughs> she's she's keeping an eye out for thieves, so she's just like looking in a mirror, watching you. You look familiar. <laughs> so, Varush, Gideon, and Coltarn, all three of you are just sort of eyes on the the ship. Um. You you're seeing the the crew beginning to unload everything, and you can see as they as they begin to pull off heavy crates and start to load them onto onto grab trolleys to to move them where they where they feel like there's a there's a there's a uh, one of the one of them begins to load up with uh, a variety of like specially sealed and extra signposted boxes, which you can only assume to you can't tell quite from this distance, but you would assume them to be the the relevant ones as the, the most heavily um, marked and and uh, symboled boxes of the of the group. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're focused on that, which is why Varush, it really surprises you when there is suddenly someone at your shoulder as you hear a feminine voice, very sort of deep and lilting. Oh... So I see you're keeping an eye on what's going to happen to those boxes. You must be looking for the work of the of the night crawlers. I'll turn and look at whoever just popped up next to my shoulder. You turn around and look, and you are face to face with a humanoid-ish looking individual. Uh, her skin is this sort of blood red coloration with black tattoos that sort of trace down the side of her face and then a similar from the sides of her forehead down into a singular line that traces down the bridge of her nose, black line from the bottom of her lip down, long white hair and a variety of braids wearing this dark brown and black leather outfit lined with fur and scales with these glowing golden eyes as, as she with her pointed ears and sharp fangs in her mouth as she grins at you as you look as you look down at her she's only a little bit shorter than you are which is impressive uh, and she just kind of grins as you look at her would be Yasira Zatrin pleasure to meet you you be one of these night crawlers? No, no, uh, I, I work. <laughs> while, while I uh, ask that question, can uh, I try to activate my comms sneakily? Oh, uh, so that absolutely. Just absolutely. Broadcasting? Absolutely. Also, while you're doing this, your, uh, your pendant is vibrating. Ah, wonderful. Wonderful. Okay, so yeah, sleight of hand. I'm assuming. Yeah, go ahead. Not terrible. Not a, not terrible, but Hill, I hope your speaker. I hope your uh, com is on speakers. <laughs> it's not. Uh, let's see. 
16. I used an inspiration. You reach, you reach to your comms and you can immediately see that her eyes track your hand movement. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what about these night crawlers? Well, they're are a bunch you of... one of them. No, no, I don't work with the night crawlers. I'm an independent third party, we'll say. <laughs> yeah, are Till and I hearing this now? Uh, did you go ahead and continue to activate it, assuming knowing that she's knowing that she was seeing what you were doing? Yeah. Okay. I mean, all I did was hit a button. So you, you get the immediate sense that knowing that you're broadcasting that she is picking her words very carefully. Okay. I'm, shall we say, an independent third contractor. The, uh... The Nightcrawlers are something of a problematic bunch that have been on the station for a little while. Hijacking cargo making black market deals that aren't necessarily to everyone's benefit, causing a general stir and giving the underworld a bad name. Heard a bit about the cargo being stolen. Um, how do you know it's them? I've been keeping an eye on them for a while. Your friends in the Elven ship don't know it yet, but that cargo isn't going to make it to the station, as I'm sure you're already aware. Is it going to make it off the ship? Oh, it will. But about halfway to the transport to the, to the platform where the station is at, it'll be lost. Uh, if that's Harry. coming if that's coming over the comms, uh, Till's going to tap Kendall on the shoulder and says and say, "Let's follow this cargo train." Okay. Um. So yeah, I. I sorry. Yeah. There's no way for Gideon to communicate this, but the plan was specifically for Mistle and Gideon to follow the air and the tracking device to be. Oh yeah, no. He yeah. Till's not like joining the convoy. He's just taking a stroll in the same direction at a at a reasonable distance. Yeah, we're we're yeah we're the we're all like tracking it, just not as directly as you and Mistle will be. Yeah, um, right. So yeah, I'm uh, hearing like listening to this. I'm just gonna like slightly adjust my seating so I can get a better view of where uh, where uh, Varush is, and just keep an eye on whatever's going on over there. Yeah, you also more... see this red this red skinned woman, and she seems to be the only person there talking to Baruch. All right, so I'm keeping an eye on. So I'm just going to keep an eye out just in case I see anybody else appear, like in the area that Baruch might not see. Hmm. And were you tasked with uh, investigating these? Uh, thefts as well, or no? I've been keeping my eyes on you. He'll kind of like uh, put his hands on his hips and uh, kind of laugh 
do a, a short little chuckle and like look down. What color is his holy symbol glowing? Crimson. Is that that's Zarheim, isn't it? Yeah. And what exactly? Roll a religion you... check, real quick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Nineteen. With you're pretty a, certain with you're no talking modifier. That's pretty good. <laughs> you're pretty certain. You're pretty certain that you're talking to a Cambian. Yeah. And Camille, we're getting exactly a lot of bleed through on your phone, by the way. Uh, Where's? How's that? Oh, yeah. Mason, close the door. Better. Uh, and what exactly are you watching for? Well, a group of unique individuals stepped off one of the most expensive starships I've ever seen dock at this at this little city in the middle of nowhere, and. You happen to be coming in the company of what looked to be one of the heads of the Core Adventurers League. You seem relevant, and then you start poking your noses into the underworld, and I'm just a little curious. Who are we? We're adventurers. Well, I can tell. Paid. I don't think we're anybody special. Oh, bees is pretty special. They're, oh, please. Have you ever seen a sentient hive? I I smell Nocturna on you. Your adventurers who have been there, which means you've probably been to see the Oracle. Which means there her. is definitely something special about you. Roll deception. <laughs> Actually, I don't give a shit if she knows if I'm lying. You get the sense she knows exactly that you're lying. (laughs) But I think we could be of assistance to each other. I would be interested to see how you think that would work. Well, if you're interested in the Nightcrawlers, for instance, your friends aren't going to be able to follow them. They're very quick, and they've got very good magic and very good secret bolt holes. They'll make off with that cargo and vanish very quickly. But... I happen to know just the palms to grease, the informants to threaten, and the pathways to walk. This potentially leads you down to where they'll be taking whatever they're hijacking. That does sound like it would be very helpful, but I believe we've got it handled. If you like. I'll be around if you change your mind. She says as she steps back and massive bat wings unfurl from under her cloak. I'll just turn back to the terminal and 
Joel, anybody that anybody that has a communicator has been broadcasting you the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Just be like, yep, that's the thing that just happened. You wing beats and she's gone. I want to watch what direction she goes in. She takes off up into the air for a minute and then disappears around a support structure and into a nest of steel machinery and is just gone. Once she's gone, just over the comms. That has got to be the weakest bargain for a soul I've ever heard about. So give I'll tell you where this thing you're tracking is going. She never mentioned what she wanted in payment. She's a cam she like I, I saw Redskin could, and could Batwings. we tell that she was a Cambian from I, I don't know if Till's group had eyeline on her at all, but No, Till's group wouldn't have had eyeline. The only people who okay. would have actually seen her would have been Barouche and Coltarn. <laughs> uh, shit. Okay. Batwings and red skin. Coltarn's making assumptions. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, to be fair, Till might be distracted by having to hold Kendall back from going because she's like, I'll show you what I smell like, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. Easy. <laughs> she was also talking to Varouche. So. Yes, I understand, but there was a clear implication there. That we all smell like Nocturna. <laughs> uh, I'll have so... you know, I, ta- I-, I take very good care of myself, and I don't smell like... Also, you, w- you, you remember walking, like, through a disinfection field as you entered the Black yeah. Star, so it's not a physical right. smell that she's like... picking up. <laughs> I get that. Do you think Kendall does? But it's Kendall. No, yeah, it's Kendall. <laughs> that can be an implied that Kendall stank like a swamp. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's all that matters. That, he understands that. on an intellectual level, but... Yeah, but see, she implied that she smelled like that by association, even. Right. Well, that just won't stand. So... <clears throat> meanwhile... That will not stand at all. Meanwhile, the cargo... Yes. So, as abrupt as that was, it was still helpful. We know now have a window of when it should be taken from if we figure out the route that they're going to be taking to the checkpoint. She said about halfway. And and it'll be going. And it'll be taken by magic. I saw the the thing leaving the ship. Right. They're still offloading. It's still on a grab trolley. And now, after this conversation is over, it's starting to move. Yes. So if uh, Gideon Mistel... Once I have eyes on it and I'm seeing it move, I'm I'm, uh, going from the air and trying to follow, I guess, stealthily while also keeping it in sight. Coltarn, perhaps me and you get ahead of it. And Till, Bees, and Kendall come up behind. Overcoms. Hey, Gideon. Gideon doesn't have I don't comms. actually have a com. I don't think I have a oh. com. <laughs> yeah, get... Does Bees have a com? How much are they? Com? Uh, oh, we would have had to buy them? Okay, yeah, Bees definitely. Com- coms are two gold a piece if you get the cheap kind. Not the backpack Oh, shit. Man, man. Oh, all right. Well, I guess I'll buy one next uh, 
Next chance we get. Yeah, I think at the moment. But I totally could have afforded one. I just didn't know I. Yeah. I didn't know that you know, they cost. Oh, I don't think this, bees would have one anyway. About this time, when she realizes how many people are not talking on comms, like, did they not have? No, they don't. <laughs> Why not? Because we are woefully unprepared and really making this up as we go along. <laughs> All right, we're gonna have to get them. I just suggest just that's just how it's gonna. Eventually, happen. yes. But right now, let's try and keep an eye on this thing because apparently, this stuff's going to get stolen right out from under our noses, and I'd like to possibly at least make a blood trail. <laughs> yeah, right. according to that bitch. So, <laughs> although Miss Fairchild, if you think about it. Despite the bitchy nature of the person we're discussing, if indeed this stuff does vanish out from under our notices, we do have a fallback option, at least. Hmm. Not the most pleasant, but potential. If she can indeed fulfill her boast. I don't want to. Oh, trust me, I, most of my life has been making deals I would rather not have in order to get done what needed to be done. Yeah, but I don't have to do that. True, <laughs> but the rest of us might. And if you want to keep hanging out with them, Fine. it might be something that it might, it might be a new experience for you to consider. Fine. I'll just ask Daddy. Yeah, ask Daddy about his missing drugs. Hey. <laughs> I'm sure he'd want them back. Do you want everybody we know to die? <laughs> <laughs> so a few minutes pass as this uh, trolley continues to move along. Sorry, yeah. So uh, because Varush made a suggestion, yeah, and uh, no, it's all right. Uh, over the comms. All right. Uh, we're the easiest ones to get out of the way right now, so Varusha and I will tr- do our best to cu- to stay ahead of them while Mistle and Gideon fly above. I'm assuming till you and you bees and uh, Kendall are coming from the behind. Raising. <laughs> what raising? God damn it! From the behind. Yes, we are. Hmm. Right. Uh, about how long... I know that, um, Camille. Coltarn doesn't. <laughs> gotcha. Just rough idea, how long is it going to take for them to get the um, crew to get the cargo from cargo bay to the checkpoint? How long should that generally take? Uh, probably, like, to the, to the, to the verification point? Probably yeah. about half an hour. Okay. Uh, so then about five minutes into our walk uh, ahead of it, uh, I'm going to cast Detect Magic uh, and concentrate on that to see if this is going to be taken by magic. I'm looking for people with magical shit. Please let me know if uh, I get another chance for a roll to see if, if, uh, if I can catch the thieves or spot the thieves. Everybody, roll me either perception or 
Uh, actually, no, yeah, perception. Um, I would like to make an argument for investigation because I'm not looking for the thieves because I don't think I'll be able to spot them. I'm looking for ideal points of ambush, particularly from a magical perspective, places that are going to be very good for making something disappear without making it a huge fuss. Because if it, if they're going to disappear it magically, they're going to do it in a place where they can hide the fact that they're making it disappear magically. I have uh, one more inspiration, so I'm going to go ahead and use that. What was yes. that, Jeremy? Am I still at disadvantage? Yes. Why are Jack and I just constantly <laughs> matching roles? Right? Wow. And yes, you can roll investigation for what you're looking for, Coltarn. I have no idea. Which also means you're rolling better than me at a lot of this stuff. Uh-huh. So congratulations yeah. there. Proud of you, bud. It's hey. doubly confusing. <laughs> <laughs> and then Mistle flies into a wall. Eighteen. Let's see, I got. So, uh, I need to make some rolls quick. Man, I used my last inspiration on this, and there were still shit for second. Same, I rolled a seven with. I'm sorry. I thought okay. You you might have okay. Never mind then. <laughs> we didn't need the camping like, after all. The dice helped us out. <laughs> I can't tell if that's really really good for us or really really bad. That's that, that sounds like good it for is. us to probably me, one we'll of find the, out. Probably one of those two though. I uh, did I the opposite. I thought some of these characters would survive this first arc, but. Uh... Oh wow! Okay, well, looks like y'all are getting the pirate. Oh no, I, I don't think all. we're gonna die. I think we're just gonna lose this fucking shit. Camille's probably on point there. Do I get a chance? Uh, nobody saw that shit. Could I use nobody? My, could I use my inspiration to reroll my thing? You can. Yeah, because at the moment none of you beat the stealth roll. <laughs> oh, I, I'm I'm hoping that I'm not looking at a stealth roll. I'm looking at a. I'm trying to investigate a location. So, problem is there's plenty of locations and trying to find the right one. Yeah. Legit. Yeah, I'm not I'm not risking a risking another inspiration with a I don't plus have one. So yeah, no, twenty-one is my I have a plus eight. My inspiration was well spent. It just I rolled three dice and they were all shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's valid. Well, I got the highest, so let's see what happens. Problem is they rolled a natural twenty. Yeah. And yeah. the modifier is not small. <laughs> Look, yep, I tried that tracks. I chose well. <clears throat> so as you're going, the uh, you keep an eye on you keep an eye on the 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 transport as it's going, and it's as it reaches like a relatively narrow alleyway, you hear a pop pop crack, and the lights above flicker, and then go out. And you're plunged into a regular, like, 
very deep darkness. And those of you who have dark vision, you're feeling fine because the lights just suddenly went out. It's it puts the it puts the crew on edge for us for a minute, but they're fine. And then the natural like absence of light becomes absolute black as just a complete darkness descends over the convoy. That... There's the sound of panic. I'm assuming I detect magic. You do. <laughs> does does fairy fire penetrate magical darkness? It does I... not. Okay. Dark magical specifically the darkness spell extinguishes any lights of less than third level. Okay. Uh, well, um keeping And up. you hear you hear you hear the sound of panic. You hear footsteps. And you hear a vroom. Yeah, definitely gonna run to it. I'm gonna walk because running is just gonna waste energy, and uh, I don't want to get there. I don't want to die tired. Do I still? <laughs> do I still hear it? Nope, the humming is gone. I'm gonna try my very best not to run into anything because I do not have dark vision, and I'm now in the fucking magical darkness. We lost <laughs> it. It's gone. We don't hear few, it anymore. A few moments pass. The magical darkness disappears, and the the crew are left standing in the middle of of of, of the ground with the light still down, with the entire cart and everything that was on it gone. Before the darkness vanishes, uh, Kendall leans over to Till. It's like, Till, should I do my indicate something's wrong signal? I think everybody already knows. Okay. But it was well thought. And then, yeah. <laughs> so if it's still just dark, I can't see shit because I don't have dark vision. Yeah, the lights are out. The lights were actively shorted out, which was, as you're putting it together with that investigation check, Coltarn, that's how they made it not look like it was magic because all the regular lights went out first. Yeah, um, that would be the way. All right. How how close together are each of us now? Are we sort of regrouped now, or not so much? You're in a loose circle around the around the environment. Are we in a like, let's say, thirty foot area? No, you're probably within a hundred or twenty hundred 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 and twenty feet of each other. Oh, okay. So right. at the at the risk of uh, at the risk of triggering the end of the episode, uh, I'm going to go and I'm going to walk into the alleyway, uh, sort of reach up, grab Varusha's shoulder, guide him forward as we go. Uh, and, I know you. Yes, Varush. Oh, okay. uh, and, and it's dark. Uh, the the and just sort of like look into the alleyway, look at the people that are in there. Well, you done fucked up. Um, and it's roughly at that point that the lights start to flicker before they come back on. And you hear a voice from standing on the rooftop above you uh, say, Told you. As you look up and you can see, sitting on on the rooftop with legs kicked over the side, that same red-skinned individual with long white hair just looking down the roof at the group of you. Oh and we're going to end for the week. This would be the point where Kendall signals that something is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Goodbye, everybody.
Bye. Good. <laughs>